What's up and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and today I'm going to give you the indie game recommendation of the week. So, I found myself once again hooked on another game. Yeah, no surprise, right? Well, the indie game recommendation of the week this week is for all the RTS fans like myself out there. I know, I know, RTS isn't a genre for everyone, but the game recommendation of the week is a game that really got us hooked into me, and if you are a fan of this genre, then this is a game you should definitely check out. So, what is this game, and who is it for? Find out right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man! Welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast where single player gamers can find out about the single player games that they need to play and have in their backlog. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and I want to ask you a favor. If you like the episode, like, subscribe, and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. By the way, I also want to invite you to join the Single Player Experience Discord server. There you can find all the video game recommendations, hang out with other gamers, and discuss the dope games that you are currently playing. The link to join the Discord is in the description. Enough about all that housekeeping because we got a good episode for you today. So, let's get to it. DJ, cut the beat. So, for me growing up, Pokemon and other JRPGs were the closest that I've come to playing any RTS games. For the most part, those games were always on the PC, and our household PC was used for homework and using that slow-ass AOL internet to surf the web. That's probably a big part of why I've never been a PC gamer. I natively play most of my games on console, if I can help it at least. That said, a few years ago, I got into a game called Civilization V. This game was my first RTS love. Absolutely love this game. I feel head over heels. So very quickly, I found myself putting all my free time into Civilization V. Now fast forward to today, and I still play RTS games, and the latest game that got us hooks into me is a game called Maho Kenshi. Let's dive into it. Maho Kenshi was released on January 24th, 2023. It's available right now for PC, but it's coming soon to all consoles. Just a disclaimer, I was provided a review code. So let's talk about the narrative of this game. Maho Kenshi is a deck-building turn-based RTS. The game plays almost like a D&D board come to life. You control a Maho Kenshi, a warrior who fights for peace, and you move them around the board while your action cards dictate your moves. The game has a story that's told through slideshow vignettes. The narrative isn't really engaging to be honest, it simply boils down to four enhanced good guys trying to stop demons and evil sorcerers. If you're looking for an engaging plot, then this one is going to very much disappoint you in that regard, but that really isn't the appeal of this game. Now let's talk about the gameplay, which is the meat and potatoes of this game. Mao Kenshi is very much addicting, just like Civilization. The card aspects will throw some people off, but when you get used to it, you're going to be hooked. The cards that you have grant you different attacks, defense buffs, and ones to increase your range of movement. You start each level with a batch of cards and earn more by exploring or buying them in each level's marketplace. Each level that you play has an overall objective like killing a specific enemy, defending certain points, or taking out enemies before a time limit expires. The variety of mission types really mixes things up nicely and keeps the game fresh. You can also replay the levels as many times as you want to try out new strategies, attempt the level's mini challenges, or to farm XP. Now let's talk about the characters and the features. 
An aspect that I really enjoy about Maho Kenshi is the characters that you can select. The four characters each have their own moves and specialties. Soto, for example, plays like a ninja who uses poison attacks as stealth to defeat his enemies. Ayaka uses aggressive attack styles and her cards reflect that. You can also level up these characters to gain new cards to add to your overall arsenal. It's a deck building game, so it kind of takes that into consideration and mixes it well with the RTS gameplay. The maps, by the way, are really creative, well designed, with a lot of different environments and landscaping to use to your advantage. You can navigate through hills, mountains, and plains, which have an impact on your overall movement abilities. They can also impact the overall strength when you're attacking. For an example, there's certain cards that I like to play when I'm on a certain terrain. Like, for instance, there's a card that attacks double its attack points when you start off on a plain tile versus when you start off on a hill or a mountain. It's these small details that really make this game stand out. The maps in each level are also varied enough that the gameplay doesn't feel repetitive. You have to come up with a new strategy for every single map, and I love that aspect. Now, no game's perfect, so let's talk about the game's flaws. As I said earlier, the narrative isn't really engaging in this game. It's a story that had potential, especially with Maho Kenshi's cool art style and gameplay, but it feels like an afterthought. You can skip the cutscenes, so it's not really that big of a deal. And low-key, you should probably skip the cutscenes, they're not really that great. Also, the game has a very sharp difficulty spike towards the middle levels. It's not the biggest deal in the world because the gameplay is addicting, but it's probably going to turn off some gamers. I'm serious, that first three levels, I was going through those things like hot knife through butter, but that fourth and fifth level were tearing my ass up. I cannot stress enough how much that difficulty spikes after the first three levels. The gameplay is fun enough that you can kind of push through some of that difficulty, but if you're looking for a more cozy experience, then this game isn't going to be for you. Like I said, that fourth level and above will tear that ass up if you're not careful. So overall, should you play Maho Kenshi? It really depends on who you are as a gamer. As a fan of RTS games, I found myself engrossed with the cards and the gameplay. The constant stream of new cards and mission objectives really kept me coming back for more. Unfortunately, if you're looking for a story-centric game, then this game is going to be a miss, and the gameplay probably won't be enough to draw in new gamers who don't really like RTS games. So, like I said, it kind of depends on who you are as a gamer. If you're a fan of RTS games, then you should definitely check this out. But, if you're not, this game ain't gonna convince you to really like the genre. In this show, we practice the 10 games backlog rule. In this practice, you log down 10 games. Those games are going to be your video game backlog. To be as productive as you possibly can be, we recommend that you only play 3 games at one time. One single player narrative game, one game that's going to be your chill and relax game, and another game that's going to be your palate cleanser game, which is a game that you play when you're not in the mood for your other narrative games. When you complete or get tired of one game, it leaves the backlog list. Then you decide which new game is added to the list, and which game on the list advances to your active three games. Where should Mayo Kenshi fit in your video game backlog? Honestly, I think this is a good palate cleanser game, or a good chill and relax game if you're into RTS games. If you're not into those, I don't think this should be in your video game backlog, period. So yeah, that's where I think Mayo Kenshi belongs in your video game backlog list. It really depends on who you are as a gamer. So that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your video game backlog. 
Just like I said earlier, I have a favor to ask. If you liked the episode, subscribe and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. And I'd love to see you in the single player experience Discord server. There you can find some video game recommendations. You can also give me feedback on episodes. You can hang out with some other gamers and you can discuss the games that you are currently playing. The link to join our Discord server is in the description of this episode. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about the good single player game experiences that you've had lately. Once again, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch the single player experience episodes dropping every Tuesday and Thursday. I've been Sebastian and until next time, I hope you stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.